0: Before we get started, are you ready to take control over gaming? In phase one of our family program, we provide immediate strategies to stop the spiral and break through denial. In phase two, you make progress in all areas of your life, including increased motivation, productivity, and social skills. For information on our coaching programs, you can go to GameQuitters.com and click book a call in the top right corner or email me directly cam at GameQuitters.com. All right, so welcome everyone, and I'm really excited today to introduce you to my friend Kate to give you some background on Kate. So I was in Bali, uh, I guess maybe a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, and Kate had actually shared with me that she had seen uh, an appearance I had on the Today Show in Australia, and then from that seeing that, that inspired a whole big project that she ended up uh, taking on, and. I'm excited to share that with a lot of parents today uh, so Kate welcome and thanks for doing this
1: thank you pleasure
0: all right so bring us back you're watching me on the today show you're like wow, he's so handsome and then what happened
1: <laughs> it was totally that and then after I got over that, I was thinking, wow, this really applies to me and my four kids not, not so much in terms of um I would say full-on gaming addiction with my kids, but just that constant battle to get them off screens. Okay, that's that's me. But also I knew that some friends of mine were struggling with Fortnite. It was some kind of a thing when Fortnite was becoming a really big thing and people were saying, you know, my kids are just having personality changes and even some of my kids were talking about their mates at school who'd, who'd really changed and, and it was coming down to, you know, this Fortnite thing, which actually at the time I hadn't really heard of. But... Um, yeah, so, so it just really resonated with me what you were saying ab- about the gaming addiction and also listening to the mother um, on that interview telling her side of the story. And I was thinking, gosh, you know, what can we as a community do about this? And I was on this um, Facebook group um which was just a mum's Facebook group that has maybe 2,000 um, mums from my area who follow this group. And so I basically shared your interview on that Facebook group and said, look, here's what I'm thinking. Why don't we try getting these school holiday programs up and running where we get... The main object is to get kids off screens, but not only that, to give them such a fun experience of being out in nature. So we've called it Nature Kids, it's the program. So it's such a fun experience of being out in nature during the school holidays. That you know it it just gives them the experience of having fun outside and and away from the screen and things and and the added added benefit for that for me is um because i I really i feel quite strongly that kids need to be um engaging their minds and, and having a connection with nature and engaging their minds on the subject of you know how they can be looking after nature you know as they grow up, um, but they need to do that in a way that's appropriate. For their age and so playing in nature is a really logical first step so that's kind of how it all started and then then from there basically people were just going yes yes like 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 want to get involved um and so this whole thing grew and so now basically we're doing every school holidays we're running this nature kids program in my town
0: and so when someone's a part of nature kids like how is it structured
1: so um, we basically run it like a school day in Australia goes from 9am to 3pm, so we kind of run it like a school day in hours because we're also aware that a lot of parents are working and that doesn't stop in the school holidays and sometimes that's why the school holidays can be a real struggle because if you're working, um, you've usually got someone else finding your kids or you know some other arrangement like that and you feel like you can't supervise and you don't know what they're doing or what games they're playing or whatever. So um, we really wanted to look after kids for at least the equivalent of a school day. So we, um, the format is basically they turn up to, so for example, we had a three-day program and each day was in a separate location. So um, one was in this like community environmental centre that had vegetable gardens. And so we had the kids planting veggies and we had games and we had some um, actual social entrepreneurial stuff um, inside. And that was sort of that venue. And then another venue was just on a mountaintop, like the entire day, it was just on a mountaintop. So we were bushwalking. It was winter, so we made campfires. The kids cooked little, you know, bread on sticks over the campfire. We had some local firefighters come out and be part of that. And, um, you know, we just walked through nature, went to a waterfall, looked at things. Um, And then the third day was more creative. It was sort of, again, we are in a a really garden, like um, a sort of community garden, but not vegetable gardens, but, um, you know, botanic gardens. And the kids were doing a lot of creative artwork and craft and or um, stuff like yoga, a lot of mindfulness stuff as well. We worked into it. Um, and- so we just uh, we're throwing around, around all these different ideas just to see what what resonates with the
0: kids. And then, who was responsible for the kids? Did you break up like a couple parents this day, a yeah. couple parents that day? How did you organize that?
1: Yeah, yeah. So luckily, after I put your interview on that Facebook page. Luckily for me, a lot of the people who responded were actual school teachers. So they are very aware of the regulations in terms of, you know, when you do something like this, you need this many adults for this many kids. So we kind of knew what our ratios were in terms of, you know, um, complying with those regulations. So, um, yeah, so we would have an an adult um, who'd been... Um, We have like a working with children check thing in Australia just to make sure that it's okay investigation to make sure that person's okay to work with children. So um, we had one of those people with a group of say 10 kids and then it just depended on the skill area. So, um, you know, because I'd come up with the whole plan and then I had another girl who um, who was just super, super keen and she was a school teacher as well. So she and I ended up kind of um, running the whole thing together. But then what we were doing is we had maybe five to 10 volunteers who would come in just to do their stuff. So for example, someone um, had, had answered that Facebook post and said, this is such a great idea. I'm totally on board. I'm a yoga teacher. I'd love to come in and do a kid's yoga thing. And I could maybe do that for an hour. So we were like, fantastic. So she came in and did that. We were just sort of supervising the background, but she was totally running that. And then another girl came in and she's a music teacher. And she had this whole drumming thing where the kids were like drumming in nature. And it was just really cool. And a lot of the kids had never, had that sort of rhythmic musical experience before, and so that was really cool. Um, what else do we have? We had um, some people who do like weaving out of natural fibers and stuff, and they came in and taught the kids how to weave baskets and little shapes and stuff. And yeah, so and, and it just depends also on the season. Like the town that I live in has four very distinct seasons. So um, you know, when it comes to summer, um, we'll be looking at using like one of our big natural features is a lake. So we'll be looking at doing things where the kids are kayaking on the lake and stuff. Whereas in winter, you know, obviously the one that I just spoke about, we had the little campfires going and it was much more of a winter experience for them. Yeah. So so it is actually volunteers, you know, volunteers getting involved and and then facilitators with certain skills getting involved as well.
0: Exactly. And I think that's one of the, the things that really stood out to me was that I think often parents feel like, they're by themselves, or they only have so much capacity to be able to, you know, be involved in their kids' lives or, or occupy them yeah. in some way, shape or form. And, and screens are such a good babysitter in that way, because you can uh-huh. give your kid yeah. a screen and they'll be happy to use it the entire day. And they'll be quiet yeah. and they're occupied. And, you know, I, I also have empathy for parents who, you know, they work and they have to also be engaged. And there's a lot of other responsibilities. You're tired, you're stressed. And so, having, you know, a screen babysitter is really helpful in a lot of ways. Yeah. But this is where I I think we need to look back to the past and see that how were communities, you know, back in the day and how did we raise kids back in the day? And there was a really specific reason why that happened. Like I go to Tanzania every year and I'm in rural villages. And when I'm there, I see that you could have a hundred kids out on what they would say is a soccer field They don't even have a soccer ball, but like they just play and they dance and they sing and they come up with games and like they, they entertain themselves, but it's because they've kind of never had a choice but to do that. Uh, But there's also always parents around kind of making sure people are safe and it's a whole community that's raising the child. And I think we need to get back to that in some ways. And, you know, just contributing together, kind of rallying parents together to, Set some of these structures yeah. up. I think will make it easier for kids to then be able to follow through because they're also not having to just do it all by themselves.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. It's the village raising a child kind of concept, isn't it? um mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, so what I found with this one, like even the Facebook page with all the mums following it that that um, I mentioned where I put your post. So that was just started by a mum in my town who just thought, you know what, mums out there are doing it tough sometimes, and mums need support from other mums. So Normally what that Facebook page is used for is someone says like, oh God, my baby won't sleep through the night. Has anyone got any tips for me? Or someone says, I'm looking for this kind of lunchbox. Or, you know, where do I get, um, you know, really warm jackets for my kids around town? Like it's just anything to do with kids and support. Sometimes people say, "Um, you know, I'm going absolutely insane because I can't keep on top of my housework. Um, You know, and then people come out of the woodwork and say, oh, I have this ironing service or I can help you with this or whatever. And so it, it's kind of like a general mum supporting mum's Facebook page anyway, which is so easy to start. So she just, it's one girl just started that and within the space, I think she only started it two years ago and so she's now got 2000 local. And it's only, it's specifically only for local people. So, um, you know, it's sort of restricted by a local area, but um, that was started by a mum, where mums, uh, you know, it, 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 it is really easy, I think, to Once you, you put an idea out there and, and you have people come back to you saying, oh, yeah, that sounds good, then all of a sudden it's possible.
0: Exactly, and that's all it takes, mm. just putting an idea out there. Yeah. And so hopefully what someone got from listening to this, which is kind of why we did it, was just that you can go out there and you can make an impact in your local area around this subject if it's something that's important to you. And you don't have to do yep. it alone. Rally other parents together, rally other people together, bring them together. Just kind of bring the skills that you have in whatever way to be able to help make it happen. And initially, that's just you taking action and just saying, "Hey, yep. who else wants to do this?" And from there, things can really evolve. And I mean, like game quizzes is an example of that. Like I shared my story like seven years ago, and I started hearing no. from all these people, and then it snowballed into like what it is today. And so.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not that different. You're not that different. And anyone listening to yeah. this, you also have that capacity to to make a change.
1: Totally. And and I think we also, we all have that moment where we think, but hang on, I'm not the expert in this. Like for me, I was like, but I'm not a school teacher. I don't manage kids. I don't. But those people that you need respond, like once you put it out there, respond. And we all kind of had this, um this kind of agreement too that we were just going to start the thing messy you know, we none of us had any expectations that, that it would be perfect. I mean, obviously, we, they needed the kids to be safe. That's that's a given. But, you know, we might do this session with the kids and they might find it boring. Or we might try this session and go that way we thought it would or whatever. But the good thing is you just start. And then by starting, you, you get to, you know, hone it and make it better each time.
0: It's an awesome place to end. So quickly, just, you know, first, thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. I know it's going to help no a worry. lot of parents out there. And second, where can people connect with you online if they want to connect with you?
1: Yeah, well, uh, just two, there's three Facebook pages um, I can give you for me. So so the um, the kids program you can find on Facebook, which is Nature Kids Orange. Orange spelt like the fruit. is the name of my term. So Nature Kids Orange is that um, school holiday program. Um, I'm also involved in... Um, a business using, uh, I'm involved in a lot of environmental things. So my business is Ecolux Transfers, also on Facebook. Um, It's about using electric cars um, as transport. Um, And also um, in our community, we have a group called Futuring Orange, again, our town name. So, and, and, and really the school holiday program falls under the Futuring Orange ethos as well, which is about how do we make the future that we want for our kids? What do we do now to make the ideal future for our kids that's featuring Orange? So all those three things are on Facebook.
0: Thanks so much for listening to the Gaming the System podcast. I hope you got value out of today's episode. On GameQueers.com, we have hundreds of YouTube videos, articles, and other podcast episodes to help you get control over gaming. We also have bespoke coaching programs where we work directly with you and your family to get gaming under control for good. For information on our coaching programs, email me directly cam at gamequeers.com or go to gamequeers.com and click book a call on the top right corner and I'll share information with you then. Together we will get your son back on track and we look forward to working directly with you.